Good evening and welcome to KSAT's 9 at Night. I'm Stefania Jimenez. At the top, big news from the Texas Department of Public Safety. It says it's going to conduct an internal review of the actions of dozens of troopers who responded to Robb Elementary. We know that 91 state troopers were identified at the scene on May 24th. That's more than all Uvalde officers combined. As of right now, no troopers have been suspended. DPS did not say when it's going to finish that review. So this is coming one day after a Texas House committee released its preliminary report into what happened during the May 24th shooting. It basically found that there's plenty of blame to go around. It also says that 142 rounds were fired inside the school building and that at least 100 shots were fired before any officer went into that building. No one assumed command despite nearly 400 officers responding to that scene. Also, there were recurring problems maintaining doors and locks at the school and a culture of non-compliance with safety policies requiring that doors be kept locked. It also used the word lackadaisical to describe the actions of the hundreds of responding officers, saying that some officers waited because of bad information, while others had enough information to know better. Now, the families of the victims got that report yesterday morning and it was released to the public hours later in the afternoon. And a lot of the families who reacted to that report yesterday went to a school board meeting today, which dealt with safety. They wanted to know what the Uvalde CISD is doing to keep all of its other schools safe. Families asked leaders about its safety plan for students and some said the officers who were on scene during the shooting should be fired. We have a lot to say and we won't be silenced and we won't be stopped. Do you check your doors at night and make sure that your doors are locked? I'm pretty yes. sure you make sure you're secure at your home, don't you? Yes. So the school should have been your home, right? This is still yes. your, your home. You should have been in charge and you should have made sure when those reports were made. So if the failures from your employees cause such heartbreaking loss, the most significant loss imaginable, our children, our teachers, why do you continue to employ these officers? It's a big question right now. The school district's police chief we know is on administrative leave and we have confirmed that Pete Arredondo is being paid. Meantime, there are about 4,000 students in that school district and classes resume after Labor Day. Governor Greg Abbott tweeting about the House Investigative Committee's report. He says that it raises serious questions about the response that day. Now, in part, he wrote this quote, with multiple investigations still ongoing, we'll work with the Texas legislature to implement changes to improve public and school safety and mental health assessment and treatment. We already know they didn't do anything. We want to know who is responsible for their inaction and what we as legislators are going to do about it. That's State Senator Roland Gutierrez. He says that what was released in the preliminary report in the videos isn't enough. And he says that he's going to continue his lawsuit against the Texas Department of Public Safety. Switching gears, you knew this would happen. The number of monkeypox cases is up in San Antonio. As of today, there were five cases, but Metro Health says the risk to the public, to you, that still remains low. However, it still wants to keep you in the loop. Metro Health created a website, we're showing it to you right now, and it updates the number of monkeypox cases every day at 1 p.m. So that's the website that you have to visit. It's sanantonio.gov slash health slash 
news slash alerts slash monkeypox. That site also goes into detail about exactly what monkeypox is, how it's spread, and what you should do if you come into contact with someone who's been infected. Now, if you didn't get the website, don't worry about it. Just visit our website, ksat.com, and we'll direct you there. So now let's talk COVID. Yes, doctors want you to mask up in crowded areas. Metro Health says the risk for COVID-19 remains high. 877 new cases confirmed today. No new deaths. Tonight, 332 COVID-19 patients are in the hospital. So with this surge, we asked a local doctor if we need to roll up our sleeves again. Listen. Pretty much it will be. It's a different virus. It's a different kind of vaccine. There's a different reason why we're having to make new vaccines, but we can expect that we're going to have to get revaccinated for a number of years until things finally settle down. Maybe the same way we get our flu shots, right? Well, that's Dr. Sharice Wara-Allegrini. Now, we also spoke with her about monkeypox and the stigma that doctors are also fighting when it comes to that illness. You can watch the entire conversation on KSAT.com. So, now that you've gotten through Monday, we're going to help you start your Tuesday on the right foot. Here's meteorologist Adam Kasky with your forecast. Our triple digit streak is going to continue so far. 39 triple digit days this year, and we're just going to keep tallying them up in the days ahead. Take a look at the forecast 78 degrees at 7 a.m. tomorrow by noon, already 93 by the afternoon. 4 o'clock, 103. That'll be the high temperature around San Antonio, even a few degrees warmer in some outlying areas, especially south and west of town. Record highs likely Wednesday and Thursday, making it to 104 and 103 respectively. But the triple digit streak, it continues the rest of this week through the weekend. And by Thursday, we should be in third place for the most amount of 100 degree days in a year. In other news now, a 19-year-old man facing charges for allegedly luring a 15-year-old girl for sex using social media. That suspect is J. Robert Rodriguez. Police arrested him yesterday after the teen told them that Rodriguez sexually assaulted her. She also said that they had communicated via Snapchat and Instagram. Those alleged incidents date back to March and April. Investigators think that at one point, Rodriguez even tattooed his name on the girl's upper arm. His bond now set at $50,000. So police in San Antonio are also asking you for a favor. You see that man on your screen? That's Timothy Cipher. Police are trying to find the person who killed him on June 25th. Investigators say that someone shot him while he was sitting in his vehicle at a red light on East Soledad and East Martin. Police think the suspect was driving a light blue car. If you have any information about this case, call Crime Stoppers. That number is 210-224-STOP. We're now one step closer to finding out what's going to happen to the gunman who killed 17 people and injured more than a dozen others at a Florida high school. If you remember, that was the Parkland shooting. The gunman in this case pleading guilty to 17 counts of attempted murder for that 2018 shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Now a 12 person jury is going to help decide if that person is going to be sentenced to life in prison or get the death penalty. For the death sentence, the jury has to be unanimous, but ultimately that decision is up to the judge. This case must be tried by you only on the evidence presented during trial. In your so this trial is happening four years after that shooting. 
And of course, as gun reform continues to take center stage throughout the country, since May, there have been multiple mass shootings throughout the country, including a racist attack at a New York supermarket, the Uvalde school shooting, of course, the attack at a July 4th parade in Illinois, and just this weekend, another shooting inside an Indiana mall. I know. We're in the thick of summer, but school, believe it or not, is just around the corner. Kids in Edgewood and South San ISDs return to class as early as August 8th. Other districts are going to follow through on August 23rd. And if you're trying to figure out when your child starts school, we'll make it easy for you. Just head on over to KSET.com. Right there on our homepage, we list those dates by the district, and they're also in the education section of the news tab. And we want you to stick around because tonight on the Night Beat, you're going to meet a man who's been waiting for years to get answers about his sister's death. His sister was killed almost four years ago in an apartment fire in San Marcos. Police haven't yet arrested anybody for what happened, so he's doing something to get justice for his sister and the other victims. And we're going to show you how tonight at 10. So here's something fun that you can do tomorrow. How about Loteria? Yeah, you know it. It's Mexican bingo and you could play it at Bar Rojo. It's along 600 East Market Street. The game starts at 6 p.m. And yes, my friends, it is free. Now before we go, it is over for La Llorona at the San Antonio Zoo. We want to give you a live look at the rare stinky flower. You see how it's kind of wilted? Well, some experts say that that means it's not going to bloom. And it's a shame because it actually takes six to 10 years for the corpse flower to bloom. People here were super excited to see it. They even named it La Llorona. And by the way, it's called a corpse flower because it stinks like wet garbage to attract flies. Something you should know. All right, well, that's all for us here tonight. Thank you for watching the inaugural Nine at Night. We so appreciate your company and we'll see you right back here on Wednesday at 9 p.m.